welcome back to another episode and today is february 2nd 2024 and you're listening to the huddle breakers with your two co-hosts Jalen and jake this podcast is perfect this for entertainment perfect and discussions entertainment covering and everything sports related everything sports related so before we begin our episode so today we begin our episode today we want to talk about our absence this past week and a half past week and a half so i believe it was january so 26 january 26 we uh recorded we, uh, our episode recorded that our friday episode that friday and and we recorded all audio. We recorded was, it was, all audio was nothing was, came through. Nothing came through. And the past week, and the past week, I've been dealing with a lot of school stuff. I've been Jaylen dealing with a lot of school stuff. Basketball Jaylen and stuff. Basketball and stuff. Um, because he had his like last season um, tournament, his, like, last just season recent tournament, just recent. But we are back here today. But we are back here today to give you your your episode. You your, your episode. So yeah, giving this say bye, Jalen. Giving this say bye, Jalen. Yeah, guys, um, we're sorry that we weren't able to get to the episodes on the last couple of weeks, but we promise that our quality and our episodes are going to continue to go up, and you will be expecting that regular content start coming out again, and we're going to continue to work on getting new clips posted on all our socials like TikTok, Instagram, and uh, Twitter as well, and YouTube. Be sure to follow us at... Auto breakers, all lowercase, no spaces, um, and we really appreciate it. Now to start off today's now episode, start off today's episode. We're gonna look at at the NFL at conference, the NFL championship, conference recap. championship recap. I'm gonna send it to Jalen to start I'm it off. It to Jalen to start it off. All right, guys. So we're gonna start off today's episode talking about the Chiefs versus Ravens game, and this game did not go the way that many expected it to go, and I'm one of those people. Um, I really expected Lamar Jackson to come out and play, you know, one of the best games of his career. Forget just this year, but I really did expect Lamar to prove to the world that he was ready for this moment. (laughs) And he didn't do that to me, and I think he didn't do that to anybody. He didn't have uh, – I don't even think he played good, to be completely honest. I just think he was just like a game manager. He didn't seem like Lamar Jackson to me. He seemed like just, I guess, an average NFL quarterback. And that's fine, but not when you're playing for a trip to the Super Bowl. So I think for Lamar, he's going to have to go back – to the drawing board this offseason and really just continue to work his you-know-what off because he will have to play Patrick Mahomes again in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. It's, it's inevitable. With what they have in Kansas City with the coaching and the players, they're going to be a powerhouse every year, and you're most likely going to have to go through them to get to the Super Bowl. Either AFC Championship, Division Around, or maybe even Wild Card, but you're going to have to play the Kansas City Chiefs. If you make it to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to play him. So I just think Lamar, he said that he hated playing against Patrick Mahomes, but you're going to have to play against him. It is what it is. And if Lamar can't beat Patrick Mahomes, if he does stay with the Ravens, you're not going to make it to the Super Bowl because you're in the same conference. You got to play Patrick Mahomes. So that's what all I got to say about that game. 
Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Um, you know. Lamar Jackson and I play like Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson I play like Lamar Jackson. You mentioned that he played like a general, not like a general, not the superstar caliber the player superstar he is. Caliber player he is. And honestly, look like Lamar Jackson was trying to do like too Lamar much. Jackson was trying to do too much. Like he was trying to extend like plays, to ex- plays way too much. Then like too much. Then like it's not not textbook not, Lamar Jackson that you normally Lamar see. Jackson that you normally see. Um, you know, a big costly um, mistake you know, big costly for the, mistake the Ravens for the, is that Ravens Zay Flowers fumble at the goal line. I mean, he scores that touchdown. I mean, he scores it's that 17, touchdown. 17. It's 17, 17. Um, which that game um, could go into overtime with. Could go into overtime with. But, but Patrick Mahomes gets the better of him that weekend. Uh, weekend. The Chiefs, as the Chiefs, uh, me and Jalen Booth, do not like it. A lot of America does not like it. Our back headed to the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just um, an overall so yeah, bad game for the Ravens. We, game for this the this Ravens offense we, was the best this, all this year, and they just didn't produce. So, I mean, so, I mean it stinks. Yeah. It stinks. Yeah. All right, guys. On to the um, NFC Championship game. Excuse me. Um, 49ers and Lions. This was a game that I feel like it was a tale of two halves. First half, you had the Lions dominating in every phase possible. It went up 14-0 in the first quarter. By halftime, they had extended that lead to 17 points. And then all of a sudden... 12 minutes into the second half with three minutes left in the third quarter, San Francisco hits a big play, a 51-yard pass to Brandon Ayuk from Brock Purdy, of course, and then it ends up resulting in a touchdown a couple plays later. Next thing you know, it's 24-24, and the Lions blew a 17-point lead in less than 15 minutes. 49ers rode that momentum to the end of the game and beat the Lions by three. I mean, I don't know really what else to say besides the Lions should be in the Super Bowl right now, but they just did not finish the job. They came out the second half. They didn't value the football. They didn't value possessions. And defensively, they had no answer for the 49ers. So kudos to the 49ers for pulling off the comeback. But for the Lions, you really just sold an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, let's just say that yeah, Anna I mean, Fry got it Anna done. Fry got it done. Uh, Brock Purdy, of course. Um, Brock Purdy, of course. Um, but, I mean, Detroit had but, this game um, in the Detroit back. Detroit had this game in the back. Going into half up by 17. Half, and it was just. 17, and it was just. How do you lose it? How do you lose it? And we know the big. Uh, and we know the big. Uh, Big thing that people want to talk about is Dan Big Campbell going for it on Dan fourth Campbell down. For it on fourth down. When he could have kicked the field goal, and look, he, he could have been thirty-four. And look, he could have been thirty-four. 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 And it's just like the Zay, the Zay and Flowers like the Zay, one. The Zay Flowers it's like the what if he doesn't fumble? Like what if Dan Campbell doesn't go for it? Dan Campbell doesn't go for it. But, but the Lions deserve a spot in the Super Bowl, and they played. If they played in the first half, they played in the first half. They played. If they played the second half, they played the first half. They would be in the Super Bowl right now. They would be in the Super Bowl right now. But they're not. But they're not. So, so good games to the Lions. Good games to the Lions. San Francisco gets it done. San Francisco gets it done. Real quick about the Dan Campbell thing. 
I don't discredit Dan Campbell for taking the chance because if you've been watching Dan Campbell all season, it's been one reoccurring theme is that, that he likes to take the risk. He's never changed that about himself, which I love. He's a risk taker, and that's his coaching style. He's going to make those bold decisions. That's what got the Lions to the NFC Championship. But unfortunately, who knows if the kicker would have even made the field goal. We don't know that. I don't know that. You don't know that. So I don't discredit Dan Campbell for that. But at the same time, I do understand where the football heads, talking heads and everything like that, come from when they say he should have just took the points. At the same time, you're on the road already in a hostile environment. The momentum has completely shifted. So now he's probably feeling like, I got to do something. I got to do something. So I can't blame Dan Campbell for that. But on to our next topic for today. Staying in the NFL, we're going to talk about the recent coaching news in the vacancies that have been filled across the league. And I'll start with my team, the Atlanta Falcons, who uh, I think in the past week hired Raheem Morris as the new head coach. He literally was in Atlanta three years ago, served as the interim head coach when Dan Quinn was fired midseason. He did pretty well for it not to be his own team. He got some wins for us, but... For whatever reason, the team didn't hire him. They ended up hiring Arthur Smith. But I think the Falcons, they made the right decision in giving Raheem Morris an opportunity to be the full-time head coach, which I feel like he should have got this opportunity from the beginning. But as a Falcons fan, I'm pretty excited to see what Raheem is going to do. Yeah, you know, Falcons taking yeah, a chance you know, there. Falcons taking a chance there. And I believe wasn't I it believe the Commanders, it who, the made commanders who made a move to get Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn? Uh, yeah, yeah. The commanders got Dan Quinn. Yeah, that's who I. That's who I yeah, thought. That's who I, that's who I thought. Um, I don't like um, that pick. For I the don't commanders. like that pick for the Commanders. Um, knowing um, Dan Quinn, knowing my Dan Quinn's bias of living in Atlanta, living in Georgia, living in Georgia. I mean, Dan Quinn is hated here. Dan Quinn is hated here, and. Hey, <laughs> Jake, I don't mean to cut you off. I, I was just looking at the head, some headlines. It says, 2024 NFL head coaching hires grades. Commanders D plus for Dan Quinn. I mean, yeah. I mean, Dan I mean, Quinn yeah, is I mean, not. Dan Quinn is not. He's not a good coach. He's not a good coach. I mean, he can get you to the playoffs. We've seen what he does in the playoffs. We've seen what he does in the playoffs. 2016. 2016 chokes a 28 to 3 lead in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. Against uh, Tom Brady. The reason why they lost that game the was reason because why of they the lost defense. that game was because of the defense. Dan Quinn is a quote unquote. Dan Quinn is a quote unquote defensive guru. Defensive guru, and his team and lost his 25. Team lost 25. Chokes a 25 point lead. Chokes a 25 point lead, and that's all because of the defense. And that's all because of the defense. I mean. I mean, he gave up 48 points to the Packers as the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys in the playoffs. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the other thing he did. That's that's the other thing he did. Um but um but I just don't think it's a good move for I just them. don't think it's a good move for them. Ron Rivera wasn't that bad. Ron I think Rivera wasn't that Ron bad. Ron Rivera I think with replacing a, Ron Rivera another with a, a bad another, coach. 
bad quotes. And so, and so, I mean, the commanders are on a downfall. I mean, that the commanders are on a downfall. That I I don't even know if you can say they're on a rebuilding stage. I don't know if you can say they're on a rebuilding stage because I don't I don't believe they are. Because I don't I don't believe they are. I think they're just gonna be bad for the next few years. I think they're just gonna be bad for the next few years. You know? Yeah. I I you know? I just really. The, the future is not very bright for the Washington Commanders. No. They've recently gone through a lot of rebranding as an organization, and they've been in a rebuild ever since, and they yeah. still are in a rebuild. Before the transition from the Redskins to the Commanders, now it's just like, will this team ever be able to find consistent success in the next maybe 10, 15 years. I don't know. But I don't see it anytime in the near future, especially with the moves that the organization's making. It's like whoever is making these decisions does not know how to run a football uh, you know, franchise. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. But uh, congratulations to Antonio Pierce for locking down the Las Vegas Raiders head coaching job for the next um, season he will be the head coach so congrats to him and I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do with that uh, pretty nice group of guys and then you have, and then you New, have New England Patriots you have New England Patriots you have Jared Mayo, um, he was an inside um, linebackers coach, inside replacing, linebackers Bill coach replacing Bill Belichick. You're arguably replacing. You're arguably replacing the greatest coach of all time. The greatest. Coach it's of Bill all Belichick time. and Nick Saban. It's Bill Belichick my, and Nick in my Saban. list. And my and my list. Bill Belichick is the greatest. Bill Belichick is the NFL. Greatest, Nick Saban greatest for college football. So you're replacing the greatest NFL coach of all time. You're going to have a lot of expectations. But that team, the New England Patriots, just like the Commanders, they only have a bright future ahead of them. So it's going to be tough to see what to see what he does with the organization. With the organization. Yeah, definitely going to be interesting to see what Gerard Mayo does in New England. Um, but yeah, um, I'm excited to see, I think he's like 37 years old. Um, like you said, Jake, taking over for one of the greatest coaches in league history. Yeah. So definitely intriguing. And, uh, we also have, um, Brian Callahan or yeah, Callahan, getting hired by the Tennessee Titans to replace Mike Vrabel. And I think Brian Callahan is now the youngest coach in the league. Let me double check that real quick. Brian Callahan is 39. So he may not be the youngest, but he's definitely very young. He's one of the youngest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the youngest. Yeah. And uh, one day ago it says that – His dad, Bill Callahan, is joining him on the coaching staff. So that's that's very uh good to see. It's gonna be a father son duo. That's cool to have your dad, you know, helping you out. Yeah, it says uh Sports Illustrated reports that he became the first NFL coach to hire his father to staff. So that's amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. And then we also have Mike. And then we Mac- also have Donald, Mike not McDaniel. Donald, not McDaniel. 
McDonald, uh, McDonald, the defensive uh, coordinator the, for the Baltimore Ravens, for replacing, the Baltimore Ravens Pete Carroll, replacing Pete Carroll in Seattle. You know, in there were a lot of speculations that Mike Vrabel was going to replace Pete Carroll in Seattle, but Mike Vrabel, as of right Mike now recording this, is, is left right without a job because no team has picked him up yet. But, I mean, Pete Carroll, another but great coach Carroll, that Mike McDonald's going to have, you know, Mike to replace. But I think that's a good hire because the Ravens defense all year was pretty consistent. It was a pretty good defense. That's why they were the number one team. They had the best offense. But, you know, if you're going to be the number one team, you have to have a good offense and a good defense, which they had. And Mike McDaniel was the coordinator of it. So, I think that's a good hire for the Seattle Seahawks. Donald. Donald. I said Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very easy, you know, it's, to get confused. It's very easy, you know, to get to, yeah, get it messed up. And, of course, Jake, the biggest one I think we haven't covered yet, infamous Jim Harbaugh. Now, the reason why he left the NFL, it could be a combination of things. Well, one could be the money. Two could be the pressure. And... Three, I think we both know why, Jake. Some serious allegations with the NCAA. So I think Jim Harbaugh, he had a very, very good case to leave for the NFL. And I think he did it at the perfect time. He did everything he needed to do. You know, 15-0, national champion, Walked out on top. It's time to go to the NFL, Jim. <laughs> so he's going to be taking over as the new L.A. Chargers head coach. And uh, I guess we'll see if he can have success again in the NFL. And I think if he does, and if he's able to win a Super Bowl, he could be arguably considered one of the greatest coaches that has had success, not just in the NFL or not just in college, but in both. Yeah. So we'll see if Jim Harbaugh is, is able to continue to increase his legacy as a uh, coach. Yeah, you know, like Jalen said, yeah. there's not that yeah. many coaches so who've had coaches prominent had success success at both stages at both of stages of, of football. Of football. You see Nick Saban, he's you see hands Saban, down the greatest college football coach of all time, but he didn't did not do good in the NFL. And it's like three, four years in the and NFL. Like and I think if Jim Harbaugh can, can lead the Chargers team that has a bright future, honestly. I mean, they have some good players in Justin Herbert, Derwin James, Keenan Allen. If he can lead them, you know, to a Super Bowl, I mean, he could go down. Like you said, as one of the greatest coaches of all time to coach the game of football, but Game I think it's a right move for Harbaugh right to leave Harbaugh Michigan and leave, leave NCAA, and to leave, NCAA and to leave the world of college football because, I mean, he had it out for him. I think you stay there a few years longer at Michigan and there's more stuff getting leaked and exposed about the cheating scandal going on that they had over there in Michigan last year. But I think overall it's a good move for the Chargers to get a championship-winning coach. You know, as he won the the as CFP won national the championship, CFP championship this past year. This past year. In that, um, I think that's an A plus hire. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, Jim, I think yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. 
definitely the hottest coach on the market, by far. So the fact that they got him, I am a little upset that the Falcons weren't able to get him. At the same time, Raheem Morris has been in the organization. He knows his way around, and I think that's actually going to help him in his second tenure with the Falcons. And I think there's one more coaching job that we haven't covered, and it's Dave Canales with the Carolina Panthers. Now, I've never heard of this guy before, so I'm going to look him up real quick. Um, It says that he's 42, so another really, really young coach. This was one day ago. He was the offensive um, coordinator. He previously coached. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, offensive yeah. coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And. No, he was hired on January 25th, not yesterday. But, yeah, so this guy, he was just the coordinator of the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I think the Buccaneers had a pretty nice offense. He had some weapons, for sure. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, a pretty nice quarterback in Baker. Um, he also spent his first 13 years in the NFL with the Seattle Seahawks from 2010 and 2022 in various roles on the offensive side of the ball prior to serving as the offensive coordinator this year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He has some experience. So now we're going to be taking, going to be taking our thoughts and opinions. We're going to be doing a new segment. Um, here, Huddle Breakers, we want to you know, incorporate these, you know, these new segments that, uh, are, that uh, are more fan enjoyable more for y'all out there watching these episodes. So we're going to go to the court here so for, our court here for our first ever new first segment, ever which is this segment, or that college basketball edition now before we start now before we start i'm gonna hand this to Jalen to talk about this, to Jaylen to talk this about past wednesday this past wednesday my co-host one of my best friends Jalen austin taylor went to the wonderful stegman coliseum athens georgia to watch georgia to watch alabama alabama the georgia bulldogs georgia bulldogs now Georgia now, almost won Georgia this game. They were leading big. They were leading big. But um but um Alabama you know, came back. I mean, they were expected you know, to win the game. They were expected to win the game. It's it's Aww, Georgia basketball. Here we go. Georgia basketball. But these excuses, give bro. the props to Alabama. They the came back. They, they won back. on a, on a tough won. victory, but I'm going to hand this to Jalen to talk about his experience. At his first SEC basketball game. SEC basketball game. And his first time and his first time at the University of Georgia. At the University of Georgia. Bro, when I tell you guys I had the time of my life. Um, not only was it my first SEC basketball game, it was my first ever college game. I had been to the Hogs games before, stuff like that, but it's a different type of atmosphere in the college arena. You got the band. You're not going to have that in the NBA game. You got the student section, the fans. It's just a great, wholesome experience. And Stegman Coliseum, I got to give Jake, you know, his props. He told me that Stegman was a great place, and he's trying to get me to play there because, like, my dream college is the University of Alabama, but he wants me to play at Georgia. So, but Georgia, they do have a great arena. The fans were definitely there. I, they said it, I don't know if it sold out at the last minute, but it definitely felt like it was sold out because I was looking around. I didn't really see an empty seat anywhere. And uh, it was a great, 
like just vibe. The energy was through the roof. Um, and some um, my Alabama fans out there, man, we traveled really well for this game. Like the amount of Alabama fans I saw was so amazing. Like it just warmed my heart to see that uh, you know, I wasn't the only one there with an Alabama shirt. But uh, yeah. So, but yeah, the game was great. Um, not gonna lie, I was in shambles in the first in the first half. We scored two points in the first ten minutes of the game. Went down seventeen to two. I was, I was like, what is going on? But guess what? I never lost faith. Halftime, we're down 41-27. I said, you know what? The offense is starting to heat up a little bit. If we come out the second half strong, we might have a chance. But it wasn't guaranteed. Georgia was playing really good. And Georgia's a pretty good team. I, I saw them play. They have a really good group of guys. They can score the ball. They just got to play defense. That's something they couldn't do in the second half. Alabama almost scored 60 points in the second half in route to their victory. 58 to be exact. Final score was 85-76. And, like, I had great seats, guys. Like, it was, I will never forget that experience. And I appreciate my boy Jake hooking me up with some, like, tips and stuff about where to go in Athens and stuff like that. And uh, we had a great post-game meal. We went to this place. If y'all ever go down to Athens and go to a Georgia basketball game or a football game, I recommend going to, uh, or any Georgia sporting event, I recommend going to Grindhouse Killer Burgers, which is like less than a mile away from Stegman Coliseum. Yeah, Grindhouse, it's, a great, it's, it's like Grindhouse, right in the middle of campus, which which that's why I suggested, I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to cut you off here. I'm not, I don't mean to cut you off here. Be, you good, you good. But like, be, but like, um... It's right in the middle um, of campus. It's right in the middle of campus. I mean, it's right next to Sanford Stadium. Like you said, a mile away from Stegman, close to Foley Field. It's just you get to eat also and be on campus and, you know, experience the campus environment. Which As Jalen's first time going to Athens, you know, I wanted, you know, to give him a good experience and leave him off with a good note at the University of Georgia. Since I'm there almost every week in the football season because of football and my family haven't seen the tickets. So I just want to leave Jalen off with a good first impression of the University of Georgia. But back to Jalen. But back to Jamie. Yeah, um, Grindhouse, they have burgers, hot dogs, um, fries, milkshakes. They pretty nice variety. They also have like four or five TVs in there. Two of them are super big. So just a great experience all around. 10 out of 10. No cap. It was so fun. And the cherry on top was really Alabama winning. Now, I'm not going to lie. I came to the realization at the end of the uh, first half. I was like, you know what? Even if Alabama doesn't win this game, I'm still thankful that I was able to have this experience and come down here and be able to just see them play anyway. But they ended up coming back and winning, which just made everything even better. And then the next day, guys, you won't believe what happened. So I was taking pictures and videos, obviously everything like that. And this one video I decided to post on my story on Instagram, and I tagged Mark Sears, which is the SEC's leading scorer, one of the uh, best players on Alabama. He wears number one. 
And I also tagged Grant Nelson, which is also one of the best players. And he wears number two. Now, Mark Sears and Grant Nelson obviously have thousands of followers on Instagram and everything like that. So I wasn't really expecting them to like respond or anything, but you know, I would just tag them anyway. So I'm sitting in my third period class on Thursday, about 10 o'clock, and then I pick up my phone and I see this notification and it says, Mark.Sears1 mentioned you in their story. And I'm like, there's no way. So as soon as I get service, I open up Instagram and I check my phone and then I open up um, the notification and... Sure enough, Mark Sears reposted the video that I took of me tagging him on my story. So that was just so amazing, guys. But, like, I just had so much fun. It was great. But back to our top, back to our, back to our, our special edition of this or that college basketball edition. College basketball edition. We're going to start off with three. We're going to start off with three. This or that questions. This or that questions. All right, Jalen. Would you rather tomorrow they play? Tomorrow they play Duke, Duke or North Carolina or North Carolina. Who do you got? Who do you got? Oh my God! One of the greatest robberies of all time. But I'm gonna have to take the North Carolina Tar Heels. North Carolina, they're coming off a tough loss um, this week against Georgia Tech. Shout out to Georgia Tech for pulling off another crazy win. And Georgia Tech now has beat Duke and North Carolina this year. And they play tomorrow, obviously. But I think North Carolina, that was a wake-up call for them. They are still the number three team in the nation, and they're at home. And you know it's going to be rocking, standing room only. But I'm taking North Carolina. Well, my pick for this game. Well, my pick for this game. We all, we, we're if if we you all, are on TikTok, if, if you've you definitely seen this. TikTok, so I'm just gonna give you a little preview of the game. My pick. I'm two days into college and I'm three lectures behind. We know whose song that is. We know whose song that is. That is Jared McCain. Jared McCain. And so give me the Duke Blue Devils. Duke Blue Devils over the over. North Carolina Rams. North Carolina Rams. Tar Heels Tar Rams Heels. is Tar the Heels same Rams. thing. It's not the same They're thing. They're practically the same thing. thing. I, I, no, I refuse to call them a no. Tar Heel. Their, their mascot Why? is a Ram. It's a mascot. Their mascot is a Ram. Their mascot is a Ram. Whatever. Give me, see? Give me the Blue Devils. Give me the Blue Devils. All right? This, right. this this question this, is this specific this for Jan. I I wrote Jan. today's I, script. I wrote today's script, and I I've made this question and I, I've made specifically this question for Jalen. Specifically for Jalen. No, Jalen. What is the best no, Jan, SEC team? What is the best SEC team? There's four. This bro. This or that. Four. This. This or that. Do you? Is it Alabama? You, is it Alabama or Kentucky? Or Kentucky? Or Tennessee? Or Tennessee? Or Auburn? Or Auburn? I pick one out of the four. You had to pick one out of four. You had to pick one out of four. Bro. The team who's currently number one in the SEC, seven and one in SEC play, fifteen and six, coming off of a road win at Georgia, coming back from fourteen points down to the half. Give me the Alabama Crimson Tide, bro. We're the best team in the SEC, bro. Don't ever ask me that question again. <laughs> All right. All right. Now moving on to our uh, now moving on to our uh, 
I'll just say this. I'll just say this. I think Alabama I is think the hottest Alabama team the in the hottest SEC. Team oh the SEC. my god, bro. Even though they beat Georgia. Even though they beat Georgia. I still think Tennessee I or still Kentucky. Think Tennessee or Kentucky is the better team. Is the better team. No. Bro, Kentucky just lost to Florida yesterday or like two days ago, bro. Yeah, but At I home, still think yeah, they're a better but team. I still think they're a better team. No. Sorry. Bro. Sorry. No. I, bro, the standing. Bro, check the standings. Alabama is at the top of the Yeah, and the SEC change. Check, yeah, check, the check the AP poll. Check the AP poll. The AP poll? Okay. All right. You know what? Just wait till March Madness time, bro. All it's, right. It's a month away. It's like yeah. a month away. No, it's, yeah. it's directly right, a month. Okay. It's directly a month. Right. Now. Now. UConn. UConn. Or Purdue. Or Purdue. What is the true number one team? What is the true number one team? UConn. I'm gonna have to agree there. Easy. I'm gonna have to agree there. I think the the um, reigning champs, Purdue, they have definitely Im- impressed me. But UConn, if you look at their roster, you look at what they've been consistently doing. They haven't had any crazy scares like Purdue has. I know they only beat Villanova on the road by one, but Villanova is still a basketball school. That's what people fail to understand. So the fact that they beat Villanova by one. It's not a shocker to me. They're still a good basketball school, but UConn is the better team. Now, I, I 100% agree now, with I, that. Now, I 100% agree with that. And I think, yeah, I would take I UConn think, yeah, over Purdue. As of right now, according to this video, I think UConn is definitely better than Purdue. UConn is definitely better than Purdue. Now, wrapping up into our now, final wrapping up into our topic final today. Topic today. We have another... We have another, you know, special little twist you know, on today's special episode. Special twist on today's episode. We just had this or that. We just had this or that. Now we're having would you rather. Now we're having would you rather. We're staying on the court. We're staying on the court. We're just going up to the. We're just going to up the to pros. the pros. To the pros. To the National Basketball to the Association. National Basketball Association. Jalen, Jalen, would you rather? Would you rather have, have SGA? Shake Gildas Alexander. Shake Gildas Alexander. Or Anthony Edwards. Or Anthony Edwards. I'm glad I'm in my room today. Ignore the shirt I have on for a second. Um, but y'all see it right here. Shake Gildas Alexander. I think he just moved up to number two on the MVP ladder. And uh, with Joel Embiid now being out pretty much for the next like three weeks. Um, or like maybe six weeks actually. Um, give me uh, Shake Gilgis Alexander, and I think he's gonna actually have a pretty good chance to win the MVP. So, so when we recorded, when we our, recorded episode our episode two Fridays, like two weeks ago, two Fridays, like two weeks ago, my original pick was Anthony my Edwards. My original pick was Anthony Edwards. I love Anthony Edwards because you're I a Glazer. He went to the University of Georgia. I've University always been a big Ann Edwards fan. Even though I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan. fan. I'm a Lakers fan. I've always been, been a big Anthony Edwards fan. Anthony Edwards fan. But right now, but right now, there's one individual playing the basketball of his life. Playing the basketball of his life. Candidate in the MVP race. in the MVP race. So as of right now, as of right now. Give me SGA over Anthony Edwards as of right now. Thank you, bro. Thank you for finally giving him the respect that he deserves. Shea Gilgis Alexander is him, bro. That's all I got to say. 
Now, would now, you rather, Jalen? Would you rather, Jalen? Be a Kings? Be a Kings? Or a Magic fan? Or a Magic fan? Due to their recent success due to of their both teams. Success of both teams. Um, we also talked about this, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to stay with the same answer. I know the Kings are fifth in the Western Conference right now. Says they're 27 and 19. Six games out of first place. But the Magic are 25 and 23. 11 and a half out of first place. Eighth place. Huh. I still got to go with the Magic. I mean, if you told me that the Magic would be two games above 500, 48 games into the season, I would tell you you're crazy and get out of my face. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> sorry guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, still got to go with the Orlando Magic. They have impressed me so much, and it looks like they're going to make the playoffs. So, kudos to them. So, like Jalen said, this so was like also said, a pick from our last. All, I think all three of these would you rather were. We're from our two weeks ago, our, and now we're doing an updated version ago, of it. Now we're doing an updated version. I'm going to stay with my pick. I'm going to stay with my pick from last week. From last week, if you've been also been on TikTok, if you've been also been on TikTok, play the song. Play the song. Give them their theme music. Give them their theme music. Kind of fire. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic. They've been balling now. Paulo Banquero. One of the best rising stars in the NBA. I mean, that team is just full of talent that's young. They're a young team. They're good. They're a young team. And they're good. Um, so as of right now, um, so as of right now, Orlando Magic because Orlando Magic they have a brighter future than the Kings, and I think they are a better team as of right now than the Kings. As of right now than the Kings, I think I think if you match them up, if you match them up, I would take I would take the Magic. I would take the Magic. Uh, um, nah, nah. I'm not. I'm not, not a big De'Aaron Fox. See, guy. we said, who? What did we say? We said, would you rather be a Kings or a Magic fan? So, I would rather be a, a Magic fan, but let's not let's not sit here and be delusional. The Magic are still a young team. Don't get me wrong. And I don't think the Kings are a young team too. But it says that the Kings and the Magic played on January third in Sacramento. Could have played a factor, right? Obviously, the Magic are in the East Coast. But the score was 138 to 135 in overtime. Right? So yeah. they play again on March 23rd in, in um, Orlando. So I'm excited to see what the outcome of that game is going to be. But hear me out. Sacramento is a team that is a contender for the NBA championship, in my opinion. So I don't think they're better... Or I don't think the Magic are better than them. <clears throat> to be honest, I just think the Magic can match up with the with the Kings. With the Kings, we have to give the Magic the. I mean, they deserve. They clearly can match up with them. They took them to overtime in their own arena, in uh, the Sacramento arena. Exactly. But exactly. I don't think they're better than them. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this. They man. can compete. They can compete, but they're not better than them. The Magic are getting cooked right now. 
They are. 57 to 49. 57 to 49. By the Timberwolves. By the Timberwolves. Which leads into our next topic. Our next topic. What team is going to be better? What team is going to be better? After the All-Star. After the All-Star. Would you rather? Would you rather? The Timberwolves? The Timberwolves? Or the Boston Celtics? Or the Boston Celtics? Easy for me. I'm going with Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics, and here's why. I think I said this last time we talked about it. I'm going to say it again. I cannot see the Timberwolves having the same success that they had in the first, like, 40-something games in those last, like, 30-something. Because they've had some chemistry issues and stuff like that. And when you have a player drop 62 points and don't win, that should be alarm to everybody about that team. So I think the Timberwolves, I think they can still get like 55 to 58 wins, but I don't see them um, getting to 60 like or 65 like I think the Celtics can and will. But, yeah. Two weeks ago when we recorded ago, and asked this question, I said – I said that the Minnesota Timberwolves were the better team than the Celtics, and they were going to be better after All Star break. Better after All Star break. That was two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. A lot of things have changed. A lot of things have changed. My love for Anthony Edwards has gone a little bit down. Edwards has gone a little bit down. And my love for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have gone a little bit up. Have gone a little bit up. Gotta give it to my. Gotta give it to my. My boy, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. The drippiest player in the NBA, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum in them. Jason Tatum in them. And the drippiest player in the NBA. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. No. Yes. He's not. Yes. For sure. You're telling me he's. Have you? Have you? Have you seen Shay's pregame fits? Did you see? Did you see? Uh, did you see? Did you see Jalen uh, Brown's pregame fit yesterday? Pre-game or fit yesterday? yeah, yesterday. Or yeah, yesterday. Not just yesterday, bro. I'm talking about consistently. No, but no, Jalen Brown has some no, W no, fits. Jalen Brown has some W fits. No, bro. I've seen him pull up with reverse okay. Grinches. Reverse Grinches. Like pull up and wear him. He, he had a W outfit with him. I swear. With the bro. I swear. Gee, that's not drip. No, but like if you compliment that's, him, right? That's one court. That's one court drip. No, no, that's not drip. No, but he had. He, no, he, I think he, he was wearing them. I think he was wearing them. He was wearing. Bro, exactly. If you're wearing on a court. shoe, a basketball. What? I don't think he was wearing them on court. I think he was wearing them into the arena. He was wearing them into the arena. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why are you wearing? Yeah. Why are you wearing basketball shoes? One court drip off the court. I don't know. It was. It looked fire though. That's not drip, bro. Just look up Shay's fits, bro. I don't have to look. Jen, look, if you want Jen, me to, look, I'll pull to, up in my Kobe. I'll pull up in my Kobe's on Monday at school. On Monday at school. I'm gonna have a complimenting I'm fit have a with complimenting these. Fit with these. And you'll be like, yo, that's fire, Jake. You'll be like, yo, that's fire, Jake. I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm just saying that does not make you drippy. If no, you but have I'm saying all of his other outfits previously shoes. have been fire. Bro, Jake, I, I really want you to put this on social media. I want you to take this clip. Because I really want people to, like, put their opinion. Is basketball shoes, even if they're a hard basketball shoe, you're wearing them off the basketball court. Is that drip? We really need to have that discussion, bro. If I wear, if I wear, I wear, wear these, if I wear these, that's drip. That's drip. No, it's not. If I wear my Kobe's that's off not court, drip. yes, it is. Yes, it is. Bro. 
You just wouldn't understand because you're not a hooper. That's why. You're not a hooper. You would understand. I'll be you in basketball any day, Jalen. I'll be you in basketball any day, Jalen. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. Guys, this man is six. He says he's six five. I'm six six. I think he's. Oh my god! Dude, all right, you know what? I was measured the I other day in my chemistry day, class. In my chemistry class, I was six five and a half. Six, That's practically six, six six. That's practically six six. You're six five and a half. So six. With shoes on. With shoes on, right? Nah. Nah. You're lying. Why are you lying? I'm not lying, bro. I'm not lying, bro. Why'd you respond so bad? I'm not lying. I'm not lying, bro. Alright. Okay. Alright, guys. Well, we don't want to sit here and just argue. Um, But, bro, please post that on social media, bro. We we have to get the I know, we uh, will. feedback. I know, we will. But we hope you enjoyed today's episode here at Huddle Breakers. There will be uh, more episodes coming your way, like we said, consistently every Tuesday and Friday. Don't forget to share um, and follow on all social media again at Huddle Breakers, all lowercase, no spaces. And uh, yeah, so Jake, um, I'm going to let him have closing remarks and then we'll be out of here. Um, you know. Um, can I mention you know, it all? You know, we're going to get more things posted. I mean, the month of January is kind of hard I mean, because... The month of January is kind of hard because... I mean, it would it just was with school getting back into the rotation and stuff. But back into the rotation and stuff. We plan on bringing you double weekly episodes. Double weekly episodes. I don't know that was a bad way to say it. But bad way to say it. But and we plan on giving you more content. Bi-weekly. No, bi-weekly is like one No, bi-weekly is like one every two weeks. No, bi-weekly is twice a week, right? No. Or is that, no, no semi-weekly? Is it semi-weekly then? Hold up. Let's look at up real quick. Let's look at that. Yeah, sorry about these guys. Yeah, you know. sorry. Yeah, semi-weekly is occurring twice a week. Bi-weekly is once, as you have once every two weeks. Semi-weekly. Semi-weekly. Episodes will be coming your way. Episodes will be coming your way. But semi-weekly. And but every day, we could be having, every day, I don't know about every day, but. Having, I don't know about every day, but. A lot of times of the week there will be content be constantly posting on social media. Constantly posting on social media. We have Jalen back on the social media platform. We're taking a break for for a little bit, so he's gonna be back. He's gonna be helping me on the social media side of things. But we're gonna be posting more stuff. They're on at Huddle Breakers. Like Jalen said, share to all your friends, follow us on all those socials with that tag. It's again at Huddle Breakers. Again at Huddle Breakers. But we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back next Tuesday. We'll be back next Tuesday. You know, more sports related you know, conversations, sports related conversations, discussions and arguments discussions like we had today. And arguments like we had today. Um, so, um, we will so see y'all on Tuesday, and we'll see y'all later next time. We'll see y'all later next time. Peace, peace.